Now, I want you to get your Bibles. We're going to turn to our text this morning in Daniel chapter 3. I'm only going to read one verse, and uh, I'm tempted, of course, to do more, but I'm only going to read Daniel 3 and verse, uh, let me check, verse 26. All right, that's all that we're going to read. Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning, fiery furnace. So you can see that we're Daniel chapter 3, verse 26. Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning, fiery furnace. He was absolutely shocked and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego came forth of the mist of the fire. Can you say amen? Now, I want us to let this verse be sufficient. We're in the middle of the basically the powerful core of the Hebrew boy's story of deliverance. And I want to preach from this text today the message, the most high. Can you say that with me? The most high. Could you put your Bibles down and let's ask God to anoint his word today, these few moments that we have in his presence. Father, right now I pray that you will anoint your messenger, that the glory of God will be felt from from pew to pew in this place. Lord, from the front to the back and let your glory be felt and your anointing we ask in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Amen. God bless you. you. May be seated. We do welcome all of our guests. Thank you for being here and uh, thank you for worshiping. Now we're serving the Most High God, as we saw here in Daniel three. God never, He has never changed, and the devil absolutely wants you to believe that old time religion is dead. That there is no such thing as healing and the power of God and people that live above sin and walk according to the Bible. But just like Daniel was a servant of the Lord and was able to access the power of a God that was greater than any force in all of the world, Daniel was able to see the glory of God in the midst of his circumstance. When the greatest king on the face of the earth had determined that they had to be thrown into the fiery furnace, the Bible said it was the most High, The king recognized that it was the most high God. I want to say today that this God is worthy. He is worthy of our praise. And so we lift our hearts and we pray for the anointing of the spirit upon his word and the messenger. Right now we pray, Father, we depend on you. We cannot do this because of who we are. We can only accomplish your purpose because of who you are. And so we call on a name. Now I want you to listen to me. We call on a name that is above every other name. I was preaching uh, at a university some time back 
I don't remember exactly when, but it's a while back. And uh, they were asking me, they had been asked several times to teach on why we speak in tongues and and, uh, so on. And since I teach at the university level, I'll sometimes get that kind of an invitation. And this particular group wanted me to explain why I spoke in tongues, what did I think was happening, and things like that. And, uh, And they wanted me to talk about the miracle power of God. And so I was uh, in the middle of this conversation. I was telling this unconverted college group that uh, that I was a tongue talker, that I spoke in tongues every day, that I had a PhD, that I was an edu- uh, educator, but that I could tell them without any doubt that the name of Jesus was not just an ordinary name, but that it was a name that was more powerful. And one person raised their hand. I, 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 uh, I'm trying to remember the, per- the exact setting so I don't get it wrong because this happens occasionally. But this one person, I'll never forget, raised... The- raised their hand and and I had said if you want to interrupt me this is not a lecture you can interrupt me at any time and he, they raised their hand and I stopped and I said yes sir what's your what what is it he said well but but how can the name of Jesus be more powerful than any other name when there are people who are named that and I said well that's very 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 simple the reason many many people are named that is because they are imitating the name that they know to be exalted. And so if someone names their son a Jesus or Jesus or something of that nature, what which is common in certain cultures, the reason they're doing that is to demonstrate that they are a part of a culture that honors that name. Now, not many will name their children Judas. Anybody uh, got a, a child that's named Judas? They might be Jude and that's... and Jude, How many that Jude and Judas are two separate names? Very few people would name their... I, I, in fact, I've never met. I'm not saying that they don't do it. Maybe somewhere they've done it. But very, very seldom. Now, it's not like the name Talmadge where everybody's naming their kids Talmadge. That, that, but it's like Judas. But when I'm telling you today that there is something about the power of the name of Jesus. And so I begin to tell them. I said, I want to tell you some miracles that, that I know personally. And I told them how God had healed. And I told them I had a son that had cancer. And I had a son that was when he was born had four open heart surgeries before he was four years old I begin to tell of the miracles and the times in the hospital when it was impossible but we would cry out in the name of Jesus and I mean the Holy Ghost fell in that college classroom I've got to get off of that but what I'm trying to tell you is that even in an un, a non-Christian non-church setting at a university as we begin to just talk about, and I stopped at one point and I said do you feel that? and they were like yeah, I said, that's the Holy Ghost you're feeling. You're feeling the Holy Ghost. I said, it's moving and I'm feeling it. And they were wanting me to talk in tongues anyway. And they were like, what, would you talk in tongues for us? And I said, no, I'm, I won't talk in tongues for you. I don't talk in tongues for anybody. And I'm talking in tongues just because the Holy Ghost is moving. But I said, if the Holy Ghost keeps moving like this, I'm just going to, I'm going to end up speaking. And they were wanting that. They wanted the Holy Ghost to move in there. I want to tell you something, my friend. The devil wants you to believe that the old-fashioned religion is gone. But I tell you that the Most High is among us today. He has entered into this place. He is here today. 
And his glory is among us. I'm preaching today that God is greater than every circumstance that you face. That there is no king potentate, no government, there is no theory, there is no uh, famous individual. There is no one in this world that can stop our God. Hallelujah. And more of the elements of this created world are able to affect the lives of individuals so that we see in a here here's a, a man or a woman that is a created being that God has made and yet no created king no person Nothing in this world, nothing you could make, no bomb. Someone said, well, we're worried about what, what's, gonna, what's happening in the world and what about terror and so forth. But I tell you today that we serve a God that is able to take authority over the created world and he is able to stop the powers of this world because he is higher than any other. All you have, listen to me. Someone said, well, they went to the moon. Someone said, they're going to go to Mars. I got something better than that I know the God that made Mars I know the God listen all you have to do is just whisper the name Jesus now I'm someone said well brother I wish you'd whisper once in a while well I can whisper I can whisper praise God hallelujah what if I preach like that all the time People, people be saying man he's just a Little milk toast, he just whispers all the time. But we're not here proclaiming some name that we have to whisper. We're not here to whisper it. But if you are caught in the midst of an the elements of this created order <laughs> like the Hebrew boys were thrown because they refused to do what the world told them to do. They were told all, all you got to do is bow down and worship the image of, of the king. That's all you got to do. And if you don't, we're going to throw you into the fire. Everybody was expected to do it. It was a form in that day, of course, of allegiance to authority and to the king. And, and of course, it had to be thought that the king was practically God and I want to tell you something. God does not share his glory with another. He doesn't share his glory. And what we are seeing in our world today are folks that are claiming God's authority and power that do not have it. They do. I, I want to tell you something, folks. I may shout and dance, but I'm not God. I'm not claiming to be God. That's why I call the name Jesus. Jesus. All of a sudden, the angels of heaven come into the very presence of his people, whatever it may be. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's the God that we're serving. So he has the elements at his disposal. The king of Babylon was astounded to see those Hebrew servants that were basically nothing. In, in terms of the king, in terms of, of uh, who was who. And Now we know that Daniel and, and, uh, and they, they called them by their Babylonian names Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Lord, if I have to be named one of those names... Don't let it be 
Abednego. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But in terms of the king and all the authority around them, they were nothing more than flesh that would be a flash in a furnace that was blazing with the elements of human fire and heat. And the death sentence was not going to be a sword. It would not be hanging. It would not be any of the other possibilities, crucifixion and so on. It would be being thrown into a furnace. It was not unusual. The the Babylonians loved devising certain types of sword. I I don't want to, I'll be cautious here, but certain types of very, uh, uh, oh, I don't know. I can't can't say that. Uh, Very exotic, I can't say the word I want to say, uh, types of, of execution that would cause people to just cause them to shiver and to wonder. But I want to tell you today, and this is not arrogance. We're not talking arrogance. I am telling this church today that we are serving not a God. We are not serving a mighty God. We are serving the most high. We are serving the most high God. Someone said, how dare you say that? You're standing in front of the king of the greatest nation in this world. How dare you say that? I do not hesitate to say, they said. We do not even for one minute hesitate to say to you that our God, our God is evil. Whatever he chooses to do, then we're ready for it. If it means that we're to go by way of the elements, then so be it. I am here to say to you today that the elements of this created order cannot in any way interfere they cannot interfere with God's purpose in your life like the postman neither rain nor sleet nor snow and so forth there is no element in this created order. See the king thought that he could. Oh take the elements and heat them up. And if he got them. In this particular case. Uh, it used to be an old song. If anybody finds this. Sister French. Could you please search for this. Song. Because I want to know. I, I even think the Goodmans. Sang. Do you remember it? There was an old song called Heat That Furnace Seven Times Hotter Were the Words of the Wicked King. You remember that? Didn't the Goodmans sing? Someone like the Goodmans. Way back before I was even buried in Jesus' name. And, uh, and so the idea was you have natural heat, then you can, you can intensify it. And, and, and uh, they had come to a place where it was really something. Because the Bible says, if you look, I'm, I'm going to move on. I know you're worried. But uh, the Bible says that there was a big crowd of folks watching. It was done sort of like a public execution. where And the idea was, how long is it going to take? And in fact, you couldn't even really, they had to be very careful. Because if the guards got too close, it would kill the guards that were trying to throw them in 
into the fire. And that's, I want to tell you something, my friend. It's a very dangerous world when folks are heating up elements and causing things to destroy their lives. Some of you have been praying for young people and the devil's told you you're never getting them back. They're never going to get off of those drugs. They're never going to be changed. They're so full of rottenness. But I'm telling you, there's a name that's above every name. There's a God that can dig down into your, in the root of your problem. I was raised in the home of a dad that left his family and divorced his, my mother and was drunk almost every day of his life and had thrown his life away. But one day, hallelujah, one day prayer began to get a hold of old Alvin. Oh yeah, he had some, he had to meet the guys at the bar and he had to do this and he had to do that. But the Holy Ghost fell on him at a vodka bar. Knocked him off the the bar stool and he began to speak with other tongues. (laughs) Hallelujah. He'd already retired. Maybe not retired, but he was right at retirement age. He he retired fairly young. And, uh, And yet he got the Holy Ghost. Someone told me one time, I don't believe people get the Holy Ghost in the bar, bar stool at the vodka bar. I said he could reach out and touch the vodka just like that. Well, I don't believe that. Why, God's not going to come in there and fill somebody with the Holy Ghost? Well, I got news for you. I've got a God that can march right in there. If somebody's hungering for God, he can march right in and, and the devil can be everywhere. And those devils, I want to tell you something, they're scattering like sheep everywhere because the power that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. That's the God that we're serving today. He is the most high God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And so they would stand by and watch and I'm moving on. I'm, I'm, I'm stirred up, folks. I've been sick half of January. I, I've had a whatever it was. I'm gonna, I was calling it the Hong Kong Australian. And now I'm calling it the Mars Pluto flu. Came in from Mars and took me to Pluto. And uh, just about the time I thought I was over it. I want to tell you something. I know you're going to laugh. I know. I don't, I'm, I don't care. I am I'm stirred. You say, well, Brother Vincent, it's because you've been in the sick bed and you and you're always running around and you had to you, you could barely move for two weeks. I, I admit that. That I'm high energy, that I'm I I have you know, I just it's just my nature, it's the way I am. But something more than that has happened. It's been more than the plutonic Virus. Plutonic, is that a bad word? Should not plutonic. Bubonic? Sister French is now claiming it's the bubonic. Well, I know one thing is from hell. And in the midst of that, 
unable to do this things I would normally do, I begin to say to the Lord, I'm trying to, I, Lord, I, I'm going to move on. I begin to feel the Lord begin to talk to my spirit. There are things I want to do, but my people don't believe me. They're satisfied. They're satisfied. Something in my soul said, Jesus, I don't want to be satisfied. I don't want to say they can go to hell. It doesn't matter to me because it does matter to me. God is getting ready to do the impossible. He's going to take the elements about us and he's going to show the potentates of this world. Just what a mighty God we serve. Let's clap our hands one more time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wednesday night we had prayer for little RJ, born premature. I don't know how old he is now. Is he a month? More than a month? Three? Two? I can't see either. All right. Two months old. Premature. And had pneumonia. And I want to tell you. Now, I'm, I'm, this is not a prophecy. If it's a prophecy, I'd be glad to tell you that it was. But as the spirit swept across this building Wednesday night, someone came up and we had special prayer I don't even think it was during the regular service. And I felt the, the Holy Ghost swept across my spirit and said, the devil is trying to put your people in the hospital. He wants to harm them. What are you going to do about it? And I'm going to tell you what we're going to do about it. I come to you in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I am not afraid to say, no matter what you think you're going to do to me, I'm not afraid to say that I come to you like David. I come to you in the name of the Lord. I am trusting God. Come on, let's praise him one more time. Something's breaking loose in our spirit. Lord, a prayer and fasting is just the beginning. It's 2016, and we are going to be. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm, I can't even barely preach. I've got so many things flooding my soul. I can barely think which thing I'm to say. But the young man that, what, was it you, Brother French, stopped you in the restaurant, you and Brother Jackson, was their waiter. They were talking about the Holy Ghost. And it was uh, Brother Jackson's African-American. He's married to a Colombian. Brother French's uh, uh, European descent, a white brother. They were sitting there talking about how it was ungodly that we're in an age of racism and that God never intended for us to be divided and and ripped apart. I want to tell you something. The Holy Ghost wants to show us that there there are no elements in this world that can divide us, that can destroy us because we are his children. We're going to love one another. The devil can hate it all he wants to. Devil, you cannot stop us. We have come in the name of the Lord. So I don't know if you can receive it, but it is time for you, O King, to realize that God is greater than you are. And I feel led of the Holy Ghost to remind you that we are not playing 
wheel of fortune or spin whatever it's called. I don't know what any of these things are, but uh, spin the donkey, is it, or whatever. Spin the deal. It's not the price is right. There you go. Hey, the Holy Ghost is moving all across this building. (laughs) Hallelujah. You say, Brother French, what are you talking about? This is not a game. We're not playing games today. We are in the presence of the Most High God. Now, folks, you know and I know that we are not worthy We are no more worthy of what we have felt in this place today. If we weigh it all out, every one of us, pastor included, would have to say, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not what I ought to be. But the Holy Ghost is showing us and pointing out to us that we are in the midst of a God that is shaking the very elements of the world about us. I believe that our greatest revival, I'm going to say a devil, I don't care if anybody says amen. I believe that we are in the midst of the greatest potential for revival that the world has ever known. I believe I'm prophesying I believe somebody's son is going to walk through those doors and they're going to start speaking in other tongues and you thought it would never happen but it is about to happen because nothing in this world can stand before us and our God he is the most high praise God so we serve a God who is our creator. He is the mighty God. His name is so powerful that after centuries of speaking it, I happen to teach and speak Hebrew. I enjoy Hebrew, but I'm not here. I don't have the slightest interest of proving anything to you. I'm trying to tell you that even though his name was so powerful that many Jewish leaders said, I don't think I can even say his name. Think of that in an age of cursing. We're in the most vile generation perhaps in the history of the world where folks will use religious terms and the name of God to curse. Think of it. Many people right now are in the midst of their own blazing difficulties. You've not told anyone about it. You're saying, wonder if Brother French is going to preach all day. And you've got concerns. You don't know how. I am here to tell you how. God is going to take hold of the very elements of this created world. When the doctors say it's impossible, God is going to do the impossible. See, God has been working on you and me. And he has brought us today into the tabernacle. 
He's trying to demonstrate to you and to me that he is, he is real and that he is able. Someone said, well, that seems like emotionalism and that seems like a lot of uh, whatever. People have all their own explanation. And, uh, and yet, some will never think differently. No matter how we try, no matter how convincing, we could sit down Greek and Hebrew, we could go through the whole Bible, and they would never be convinced. They have no, they have no, they have no heart to receive it. But there are many under the sound of my voice today that you are trusting there must be something in God's plan. He must be getting ready to deliver me. All of your own efforts prove inadequate. You try. You, you try to do the things that folks will think good of you. And you go to church and so on. You do all those things. Money hasn't done it. You've thrown money at it. Education won't do it. All that you've done in your best plans are unable To alter the situation. That's because you're the creature. But you are created in the image of the creator. And I don't care if every evolutionist from here to Phoenix. Stands up and says. Oh we're just a part of the evolutionary cycle. I am declaring the truth today. That you, as unworthy as we may be, you are created in the image of God. And you are no speck of dust. You are no little nothing before the potentates of the world. You are no cosmic accident without a purpose. You are in fact made in the image, not of divine Not in the image of a divine thought. You are created in the image of the most high God. Could we bow our heads all across this building? Father, strike us today with the faith that we are truly your children. That you are moving in a powerful way. And you are able to take us, even us. Now you probably don't want to call yourself Shadrach, but let's just do it for a moment. I'm going to call you Shadrach. You're the one that God has favored. You are the one who can know and trust God no matter what this world says or does. Because God is higher than any other. He's the God who stopped the heavens and the earth for a centurion who'd known nothing but pagan mythology. He was the, the Roman centurion. And the Bible said that Jesus said, I'm going to come and heal your servant. And the Roman centurion said, I'm not, I'm not worthy, he told Jesus, for you to even walk into my house. But speak the word only, he said. And Jesus said, that's all it will take for the glory of God to begin to work. I wonder if we could stand to our feet all across this building. Some of you are in the middle of your own blazing fire. 
in some cases it's it's proving very very destructive but i tell you that god has determined that it will not hurt you god has already determined it could you lift your hand if you're don't let's keep our eyes closed a moment i i know we're going to pray together but i want i want you to be able to have faith with me right now you can say pastor french yes i'm agreeing with you right now i don't know how i'm going to get through it maybe it's financial whatever it is but you're trusting god right now now lift that other hand there's quite a few hands up but i want you to pray with me right now saints could you just kind of reach your hands up towards heaven and pray as though you're reaching out to someone Father, right now, I thank you because you are greater than any force in this world. Even the elements of heat cannot destroy us when we have put ourselves in faith in the hands of God. Praise God. Amen. Look up here for just a moment, and then we're going to pray a special prayer of faith. When the Hebrew boys came out of the fire, I know it's very familiar, but I want to say it. I want want us to agree on it together. When they came out of the fire, furnace the bible didn't just say they were delivered it was more than just that is everybody with me so far i'm almost done it was more than deliverance the bible said that even their clothes were not touched that's one so they were delivered it didn't kill them but they could have come out of there looking like something horrific Or at least it could have done something to whatever else. But the Bible said, and makes a special point in the very next verse from our text, that even their clothes were not changed. Nothing happened to their clothes whatsoever. I want to tell you something what the Holy Ghost is telling us today. Even the thing that seems extraneous to what we're praying for, God is getting ready to do the miracle that you need him to do. And then the Bible said, not only... Did their clothes were not changed, but they didn't even have the smell. Glory. The king said it. You you read it later because we're going home in a second. But the king even said, you can't even smell that they've been in there. I want to tell you what God's getting ready to do for some of your loved ones. They're going to become so apostolic, you're going to never know that they've been in the stench of this world because it's going to be completely gone. All that the devil tried to do, he's going to be defeated in Jesus' name. Now I want us to lift our hands and praise God and then we're going to come and pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Y'all go ahead and get ready to sing. Now I want you to bring, some of you have loved ones you're praying for we're going to pray for a moment i want you to bring them first some of you need a healing i want you to come right now we're going to pray we're just going to pray like this we're going to pray for everybody that's standing in front of us come on that's it some of you are praying for loved ones just step out some of you have lost grandchildren i want you to step out bring them to the lord some of you need a financial miracle i just want you to step out and bring them to the to the altar today because god is able to take the very elements of this world. Oh, ho, ho. go ahead. Go ahead and sing it. That's it. Keep coming. You got a need today. I want you to bring it. Just bring it. We're going to stand before God before we step out of this place. Break every chain. Break every chain. Oh, come on. That's it. Now, let's lift that other hand up like this. Wherever you are, let's just lift our hands and let's give God a little bit of praise. Father, right now, 
Woo! You're going to take the very stench of the smoke off of our body. You're going to take the very effects of it away from us. You're going to give us a powerful move of God. Oh, Jesus. Jesus.